Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, the Internet, and welcome to Week Trend Report. Uh, mm-hmm. week, weekend trending report part oh, yeah. five. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, the trend five, like the fast five. That was, that was what they called that one. Um, I'm Jack. That's, the tough That's one. Miles. Yeah, it's Monday. We are, it's Monday, baby. Yeah, um, we are. But we we did the barb of the Barbenheimer, Boppenheimer. Yeah. We Couldn't... did the buh of the Oppenheimer. Boppenheimer. Yeah. Um, I saw two people rocking the Barbenheimer shirt at the barbie when i saw barbie it is it was a full-on cultural event yeah um, truly been a while since something my like only happened. note is that the the movie's doing so well they're really churning through them do not expect the full 20 minutes of previews because you know we're we're stuck in a 30 minute line at the concessions and i was like yeah no we'll be fine like the last movie i went and saw it didn't start till like 40 minutes after the showtime and we got in Missed the first scene, Miles. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. The you missed whole time. the first scene. Yeah. What? Uh, so who's Barbie? So that's what yeah. this episode is going to be. Yeah, we'll I'm just going to be asking you questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was the first scene the one? Was it the trailer? Remember? Yeah, they had it's that the trailer? Helen, the Helen Mirren narration yeah, yeah. with the okay. girls playing with dolls. So I had seen it, so I wasn't totally lost. Um, yeah, well. but. Uh, five stars, no notes from my yeah. end. I thought I thought it was a, a full on uh, triumph. I hated it, and we'll <laughs> get into it. that next. And that's what this that's what makes this show fun. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, <clears throat> so that's it. Oh, we're gonna Uh-oh. we're gonna talk about this. Hmm? Oh, Easy. Man. It's early. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, don't worry. We're. Uh, we're going to talk about Barbie more in the in the news section. Mm-hmm. But first, we we like to kick off the week with a little over under from mm-hmm. your boys, uh, Miles and Jack. Sure, uh, boys. Sure, boys. Uh, you want to kick us off? You want yeah. me to kick us off? Uh, you had underrated first. I'll do my underrated first. Underrated, just a just a bowling date. Oh yeah, you know. I so Her Majesty and I we hit Barbie. We went Ooh. to this new. We went to this mall that was like kind of further out because that's where we could get tickets. And mm-hmm. I hadn't really been to this mall. It's gigantic. 
Okay. This I've never been to a mall so big like in LA. I was kind of surprised that growing up, this is the Santa Anita Mall for full disclosure. Uh it was gigantic and there's like a Dave and Busters and AMC and like a Bolero or some shit all in like the same spot. So after we saw the movie, we're like, you know, my mom was watching the kids, so I was like, let's let's like let's just do a little bowling. Wow. I, there's something so fucking pure. I don't know for me personally about bowling. I think it's just good clean fun. And I think it's, I'd be getting nostalgic for it because it's kind of like one of those places you go, like you do a lot for like birthday parties when you're like in grade school, like some kid has like a bowling birthday party. Mm-hmm. And then naturally, as you get older and you start going on dates, bowling alleys are kind of like the first place you go to because, because child, because you're not yeah. getting in a bar or club or whatever. So I don't know that had, I had such a good time bowling and I fucking suck a bowling. <laughs> it's fucking disturbing i'm so bad like and i'm i'm not joking i i had i threw a gutter ball every frame every frame every frame like one gutter ball then i hit then i hit like then i'd then i hit a strike or then i hit or i guess it's a spare at that point or eight pins nine pins i just for whatever reason i get i'm fucking wildly inconsistent I, i need help zyke gang if you're bowling zyke gang honestly i need to be better at bowling because I've never seen such a tense bowling game between two people where the the score that one was fifty eight. <laughs> but it was hey tense. man, bowling may be clean fun the way you do it, but I I get dirty on the Hell lanes, yeah. man. I get <laughs> get greasy down there in those lanes. Um, you good at bowling? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, well, so I have. But I'm like inconsistent. I think anyone who doesn't bowl a lot, you you can get on streaks where you're yeah. really locked in. Um, and yeah, my wife and I went to a like did a bowling date in the past year at like a retro bowling lane over yeah, in yeah. Uh, Highland Park, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Highland Park and, bowling, yeah, Figueroa. And yeah, I, I had some good frames there. I one time when I went bowling. Uh, two stoned back in my younger mm-hmm. years, and I couldn't even make it to the arrows on the lane. Like it what would just mean? go directly into the gutter, like just oh, like two inches, yeah. like on the release, just gutter. Yeah, there was just like some <laughs> weird mental block that I had, and I just like couldn't. It like the people I was asking or I was bowling with were asking me, like, "Are you are you fucking serious? Yeah, <laughs> like, like how the fuck like, do you do oh, that? Oh, damn it! Um, were you doing the thing where you were like whipping it? No, I don't you don't want to do like the old, like, like, old, like between the legs, like grandma get style. out of my own way. Yeah. yeah. I do every single time I bowl, I try and do the thing where uh, you roll one normal speed and then the other really slow and try and get a strike on both of them. Oh, uh, and they just both be <laughs> end up curling around the other one. Yeah. Yeah, um, that wasn't happening for me. But anyway, uh, if you got tips, please let me know. I did everything. I shifted boards. I'm trying to just re- have my release go straight. I don't know, man. I'm 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 fucking wild. Are you trying consistent. to put stank on it? Are you trying to hell spin no? It? No. Yeah, I just go straight. There were these people in the lane next to me, right? These like dudes were so aggro with it. They were just as shitty, but they yeah. could not get out of their like tough guy bowling style to just fucking <laughs> whip it down the lane. Yeah, and like with wild ass spin. Like one guy at one point hit like a really clean strike with some wild spin on. I was like, oh, maybe this motherfucker knows he's doing. Then the next five were just like chaotic <laughs> so like i tried to go Just much more like out yeah like i was much more conscientious about like where i was what i was doing anyway all that to say shout out bowling 
Shout out bowling. Uh, my underrated is personalized license plates. Um, mm. I'd never do it, but I'm never not intrigued by right. a personalized license plate. Um, they, they like people just give us little puzzles to solve while we're stuck in traffic. Yeah. Where you get to be like, what sort of personality disorder does this person have? What are you into? Um, yeah. Yeah. What's this um, distillation of who you are? What's the best one you saw recently? Well, so I, I saw one that just said big mad, uh, <laughs> on a drive the other day. And I was like, all right. Okay. Uh, that, so I know oh, I I where you're you, coming yeah. from. I saw one that just said no wife. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, ladies. Hey, um, just so you know, no wife. And then I went looking for, uh, under uh, personalized plates this morning on the internet and uh they found one that was uh jizz lord but people are <laughs> assuming that it w- meant j is lord like jesus is jesus lord, is lord. <laughs> but they but they came through jizz with lord. the jizz lord which <laughs> I, I you know again uh, right I, I would love to encounter that in the wild on, on these streets oh man you got an overrated for me uh, overrated man. So, getting drunk and fighting people at an exhibition soccer match. Yeah, so, you have a swollen, shut black eye right now. I should say. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> so over the weekend, right there was an exhibition game between Manchester United and Arsenal. There was a, a and this was in uh, in New Jersey, like at the Meadowlands or whatever it's called now, MetLife Field or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, and. Arsenal fans started fucking fighting each other in the stands. Each I other. guess they're hot. Yeah, hot, so drunk. And like, well? Yeah. I don't know what happened. I mean, yeah, we lost like 2-0. But again, it's a preseason friendly. Then yesterday, I went to the Rose Bowl to see AC Milan play Real Madrid. And I was like, the so AC Milan was up 2-0, and then Madrid came back and won 3-2. When that third goal, like the last two goals that Madrid put in, this dude behind me was just whipping his full beer around everyone like fucking everyone when they scored the first time i was like whatever this dude looks drunk as shit he looks like this matters to him i was like whatever this is just the cost of it like i wasn't gonna fucking i wasn't start tripping the second time he did it i looked back and i was like is this motherfucker for real and so were the other people in some of the other rows. When the third goal went in, everybody <laughs> turned around to be like, motherfucker, like don't. Yes. <laughs> They're like, don't. Right. And he was like, I don't give a fuck. He said, he kept saying, I don't give a fuck. Started whipping it around. Got it all over these like little six-year-old kids and shit that uh. were in the row in front of me. And so the dad in that row and his homies, they were ready to fucking square up and just duff this dude out and his boys. Cause they yeah. were like, cause they started jawing and shit. They started standing like, and I'm in, we, me and my friends were in the row in between. So immediately we stand up. Thank God we were bigger than both of these groups of people. Cause we were just like, this ain't happening. Like there's fucking, this is, there's three minutes left in the fucking game. Yeah. And then this one dude, he was getting so, his kids, his, his kid started getting upset. Yeah. And I was like, hey, man, look at, I, I had to be like, bro, I'm not trying to fight you, but please look at your son. Like, he is fucking upset. Like, yeah. he's tugging at you, being like, don't do this. And Ugh. that's when, like, the guy had to be like, you know, then I was, and then I was telling the other guy, I'm like, look what you're doing, man. You're getting this little kid upset. You're throwing beer. Like, what the fuck is this for? Luckily, they deaded it. But then the other guys were saying, like, yeah, I'm going to catch you outside, whatever. I don't think that happened. But all that to say, I was just like, what the fuck is, like, People just getting tur- too turned up, and I Over think a friendly. 
Yeah. And I think they were kind of, I think the guy was kind of being intentional because one of my friends had an AC Milan jersey, but there was like AC Milan people all over. It was just very odd. And like, anyway, the temperature's hot, y'all, out there. And it just seems like part and parcel now, like every sports, like anytime I've seen live sports, pretty close to being like on the brink of always seeing people, you know, yeah. start scrapping. But Super anyway, producer please, Brian says my first soccer game, I got hit in the face by a guy diving for a t-shirt from a t-shirt cannon. So it's, <laughs> it's definitely a vibe at these <clears throat> yeah. soccer matches. I think, but also I think it's one of those moments, maybe it's not really about the fighting, but I think it was just, I, I kind of had a, this adrenaline rush after because as like a new parent, I definitely saw myself in this guy's position of like, yo, man, you fucking throwing beer like all over my kids and shit. Like whether yeah. or not you intentionally wanted to get it on my kids, but like I'm a say, like I'm not about to fucking not say shit. Yeah. Like I'm gonna let you know that you've crossed the line. But then watching him get like the kid get upset, I was like, oh my god, this is so tragic. I was like, fucking, I was, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. I was, I was a little uh, excited after. Yeah, parenthood, you have to make sure your kid knows you're not a punk. And, you know, <laughs> just hit the biggest guy who challenges you as quickly yeah, exactly. as possible just to yeah. yeah, make sure. Knock the security guard out with his own mag light. <laughs> but it was wild, too, because the cops, like, people were, like, in the stands trying to get security because they could feel that someone was going to kick off. And all this fucking cop did from, like, the field was, like, shine his light and be like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> I see you. I see <laughs> yeah. you. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to stop, but hey. Uh, and you are, you have the spotlight, sir. Go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I've always thought of soccer as being, like, more of a communal thing where everyone's singing together and stuff, but I guess that's not always the case, especially when it's not, when there's not, like, a home team and it's just a bunch of... There's a lot of tension, man, because there's a lot of fans who kind of, like, think they're on that, like, hooligan ultra type thing and, like, right. don't think it's for kids, but it's an exhibition match and there's families there. And, like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's just... Just, just have a good time. Like, we're here to see something that we wouldn't normally be able to see, so... Yeah. Well, I attended a live event and it's also my overrated miles. Ah, okay. Um, so we weren't alone. You know, being in Los Angeles, we don't get to the theater very often. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we hear about it from people in New York. Um, but yes. I, I rarely get to watch professional actors tread the boards. Finally made it to the theater Glass venue. What did you see? Uh venue known as crypto.com arena. Uh, to okay. take in a play called Jurassic World Live. Um, you saw that? Yes. <laughs> I wanted to go see that shit so bad last week. It, I think it was at the Honda Center in Anaheim last weekend, and I was thinking about going because I'm so Jurassic Park-brained. Miles. What, was it? How was it? <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Jurassic World, but this is going to be a pan. It is a two-act oh. play. Okay. In which puppet dinosaurs interact with human actors on motorcycles. Um, some things blow up. It is way too plot driven. It is, really? It is full of plot. So what, one of the big problems. Wait, that so you for have, people who don't know, the Instagram ad of this thing, which I was getting slammed with, made it look like the, of the fucking T-Rexes come out. And you it just will looks walk like a, with dinosaurs. a dope ass dinosaur show yeah. without much anything needed because like you're looking at like big ass T-Rexes and shit. But I'm trying to get my kids into dinosaurs because the Star Wars stuff is becoming a little overbearing. Like it's just wall to wall. Like John Williams scores from the obscure like parts of episode three 
where it's okay. like, oh yeah, the, like this one really hits actually yeah, the battle yeah. between Obi Wan Kenobi and Anakin. He's like, like yo, I got Leia's theme on loop. Yeah, so I'm I'm like, you know what? I bet you'd like is dinosaurs. They're pretty cool. And like my kids wow. aren't even into dinosaurs after seeing this. You can't, bro. I don't know. I think that you you fucked the sequence up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think you can you go, Star, go Wars and then then, Star Wars. Nah, because you just went to the future and then back to the caveman. Nah, uh, that it's actually a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But yeah, <laughs> I, I see your point. Um, Unless like the dinosaurs have lasers and shit shooting out of it. Because my progression was dinosaurs. And then I was like, yo, what the fuck are these like light swords and shit? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm over here now. Um, The big problem with Jurassic World Live is that it is a theatrical play where you're in an arena mm-hmm. and they've they've constructed it so that it is like telling a story that has a lot of like back and forth dialogue between characters but you have no idea who's talking and there are um at times 20 people on stage Wait, <laughs> acting is it like a play where the focal point is clearly like over here there's like dinosaurs meandering on one part of the arena floor and then people are having a convo like can you follow what's happening at all? Have you been to theater before? So it's um, not like this. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. it's like the the entire it's like the entire uh, hockey floor, you know, an NHL ice sized stage with dinosaur puppets and then human actors, normal sized human actors, and okay, normal size. you okay. you need to know who's talking at various points because. Like they've written it so that like five people are having a conversation and like, so the actors are asked to use their body language to communicate. Like I'm the one imparting this witty tossed like, off aside. When they say I'm, are they doing like the two yeah, thumbs? They're doing they're just the like, big I'm hand the gestures. one that is telling you like finger Like waving. as much as they can, you know, but people what? generally don't raise and pump their fists over their head when they're right. like casting off a witty aside. So it's it's what a real the, mess. What is the plot? If you can walk me through, what is the narrative of this show? So it takes place at Jurassic World. Um, they so it's have. Not like, it's not like you're. They've brought the dinosaurs to the arena. You're watching a play about Jurassic. You're watching World. a play about Jurassic oh, World. Oh no, no! Yes. Oh, that's why it's Jurassic World Alive. Yes. And, oh and no, no, no! No! The like they're working with a genius dinosaur named Genie, which is short for genius. Uh, uh-huh. And the like, it's a lot of like lab scenes with her, and they're like, "Wow, the decoder seems to say she's having complex emotions." And then um, the T Rex breaks through, and then Engen wants to control this genius dinosaur for. It's just way too much plot yeah. for, for weapons, which is always the, which is always the idea. They, they've man. just taken the logic from the Alien franchise, and they're like, "Yeah, this makes sense. You would breed dinosaurs to use for them weapon. as weapons. Yeah. Um, the most unpredictable, inefficient weapon that you could possibly Forget imagine. Tactical nuclear weapons. Yeah, we nah. You ride a. But think about how sick it would be if you were riding a fucking raptor into yeah, battle. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean it it has like five different settings. Like it goes from Jurassic World to uh I guess three settings. Jurassic World, New York City, to a desert in South America, back to Jurassic World, back to the abandoned island 
Um, and <laughs> it's just they they put too much too much plot in there. Right, um, right, I, right. I really felt for the actors having to be like, I'm the one talking right now with their <sighs> big like sweeping gestures and like yeah, yeah. pointing their thumbs at their shoulders. <laughs> and then the fight choreography is just you know there are these like long fifteen minute like fights where like it's basically like you know child play fighting, but mm-hmm. if the instead of children it was ballerinas um like because they they're all you know trained actors and dancers so they like yeah yeah do like spins and pirouettes and uh it's it's interesting but anyways uh the i think i can use this to just say the theater is not bringing it these days folks yeah Um, right i get that valid criticism that's why it's a dying art that's why you got to go to the movies um and we're gonna talk about the movies uh right after this we'll be right back Zeit gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, I had a bustling retail business, and I need, you know, maybe uh, some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street, take credit card payments, whatever. And I know Shopify is easy to use. Half the time I buy something online, I'm like, oh, yep, they're using Shopify. And if you need to learn more, check out their website. It's super easy to navigate, whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory, or again, looking for hardware to make sales easier, Shopify.com has all of that. Just go there, check it out. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash TDZ, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. 
And we're back. We're back. Boppenheimer was a success. Yeah. A, a rousing success. People uh, opt in Heimer d- this weekend um, for. So Barbie is like the most biggest opening weekend of the year right ahead of Super Mario Brothers. It was like way, way more than anybody was expecting. Did it like double? Didn't it wasn't each movie double the projection? Basically, I think so. Yeah, it was yeah. wild. Like how many people went? Like the yeah. the theaters were teeming with people in pink. Um, yeah, and, I, I, wore, I wore my I wore my pink. Yeah, I wore pink pants and uh, oh, you got you pink know. pants? Yeah, I got pink pants. What oh. are those? Like some like like what, some pink cords? Cat? Oh wow! Pink okay, cords. okay, yeah. Mr. Style. Okay. Um. My wife wore a pink jumpsuit, and uh, we we went and saw it at Man's Chinese. And oh wow, okay. The, and uh, Freddy Krueger on the way out, she said Freddy, and he said Barbie. So oh, she okay. was pulling it off. Respect. Um. Anyways, <laughs> Bar- I've I've only seen Barbie. I'm gonna see Oppenheimer this week. Same. Uh Barbie's great. That's that's my review. It's yeah. awesome. I think I gotta say, I saw Barbie too. I think Greta Gerwig and uh, was it Noah Baumbach? But let's just we'll yeah. give all praise to Greta. Did a really good job of just like threading what I felt was a nearly impossible needle to thread yeah. of like talking about the the topic of Barbie, wrestling with its place in like the concept of modern womanhood and patriarchy and all that, while still being like a fun summer movie. So fun. That's so where fun. I'm like, like you did it. Really landed. Oh hell yeah. I, and again, I'm not joking. I I was so excited to go to the movies this weekend. I've not felt like this. I don't. It's been a fucking long time since, for some reason, I I felt like the Nicole Kidman commercial. Like it feels good to fall in love in a place like this or get your heart, whatever. <laughs> I yeah, got they my need cherry to stick coke. Barbie in there quick. Oh yeah, uh, I have my yeah. cherry coke. That first scene, I got emotional. Yeah, I don't know I why. It, as I, I mentioned, I think. <laughs> I, maybe it could have been because I was like in the second row looking on a big ass screen and my eyes just watering from just having to be too close and like light sensitivity. Yeah. But it starts off great. And then it's just such a, it's a, it's a fun ride. And without spoiling anything, I think there's so many good jokes that I'm sure we'll be talking about for yeah. a while. For a long uh, but time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Am I eating something delicious? Cause I'm seeing noms everywhere uh, in this film. <laughs> oh, really? I already, I already did that joke off. Yeah, life, well, you workshopped it. I had to, yeah, and you didn't. You got laugh one laugh, hard, one but, groan. Um, all right, Ryan Gosling, I think will be nominated for supporting actor. I think Greta Gerwig will be nominated for director. Uh, what about uh, Mag, uh, Mar- uh, Margot Mar- Robbie? Yeah, I think she could definitely be nominated for lead. But mm-hmm. I think Greta Gerwig now is like in the conversation as like the best writer director working like she's three for three and just like three wildly different movies right I, I mean i haven't seen little women but i hear it's good yeah i've seen it's funny i've seen little i saw little women when it came out uh yeah don't know what it's couldn't couldn't tell you what it was about but it was good <laughs> and i just like mind meld like greta gerwig used my favorite song push by matchbox 20 throughout <laughs> um my go-to karaoke um that that song will never be the same again no definitely not yeah not i don't know like i i think there's like a lot of climate anxiety stuff in there that is interesting that i don't see a lot of people pointing out like 
that you're waking up from an artificial consumerist world to realize like we're all going to die, but it's right. I don't know. There, there's also like, and obviously then other people, like bumming other people out when you talk about it. Yes, exactly. What? Like, no, I but, mean, I'm yeah, joking. Like the, the, the Barbie world dying. is like plastic on the beach and right. Like plastic water. Um, it like, I, I think that there's like interesting ideas in there, like uh, both textually and subtextually. I think, I think it's really good. They did, they yeah. did a really nice job. Um, what a, not yeah. such a fan, Ben Shapiro. Uh, what's, what's, I, I know what it is. Cause I, I mean, <laughs> I remember on Thursday or yeah. whenever the embargo was lifted, every right wing person was like, this is a woke mess. I think I forget. Judge Janine, one of them people from Fox was like, it's a Trojan horse for feminism. I'm like, that shit is not a Trojan horse. They Kool-Aid yeah, man nothing busted hidden. through the fucking yeah, wall. Absolutely. There's a fucking Trojan I horse think about there's this. there's a feminist subtext in here somewhere. <laughs> I, can't, I can't quite see it, but... Right, yeah. right, right. No, like, all the jokes are explicitly, overtly, like, about feminism and, uh, yeah, Ben Shapiro... Uh, after he put, so he posted a tweet complaining that his producers dragged him to see Barbie. Uh, he is of course by himself in the picture. His producers are all off camera, but totally 100% real. And presumably, you know, just, just out of frame, like Nathan Fielder's friends. Wait, but why is he holding papers? I, in front Wait, of you the didn't poster. get the dossier when you went to the Barbie. Movie? It's just so weird. To, like he's like in his. I love your tucked in black tee into your black jeans, Ben. Love it. <laughs> yeah. uh, standing in front of the poster with like, I don't know, like three loose sheets of paper with this like disapproving look. Like, well, my what? notes are scathing. <laughs> Could you imagine him scribbling with pen and paper in a movie? Yeah. Uh, too woke, too woke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was it, was it the, fa- I'm guessing it was the just in your face fucking messages about inequalities in our society. Um, So he released a 43 minute video devoted to nothing but Barbie uh, and appeared to try and spark mass protests against the movie that most of the world was already in the process of seeing and enjoying and disagreeing with Ben Shapiro about. Um, And then he made his pitch to be Kid Rock's boy sidekick by setting fire to Barbie dolls from the movie, uh, which he had to go out and buy. So oh, like he bought like the movie merch Barbies. Yes. Basically. Wow. And then Way set them on fire and presumably inhaled all sorts of like unholy chemicals into his lungs. Right, right, right. But yeah, it's nothing says alpha male, like going full angry third grader and burning some. Uh, yeah. Then being like, Sid from toy story. Yeah. Tr- real like Dennis the menace shit. Um, oh yeah. 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 But he complained like his local movie theaters screening of Barbie was full of moms and young girls. Can, mm-hmm. you, can you imagine? Like what? <laughs> At the At Barbie what? movie? No way. I'm shocked. Huh. Go on. Um, he also claims that uh, it's he says it's a feminist claptrap and it features a trans actress. Um, and this is true. Totally normally as if this is a female Barbie with a voice deeper than my own, which is oh, completely man. not true. Like I had truly had no idea. Bar- Wait, that, that went over my head. Yeah, this is one of the Barbies is a trans woman, and oh, okay. When uh, what scene? The um, it's the Barbie with kind of reddish hair. I thought it was Dua Lipa because oh, okay. I don't really know which one Dua Lipa is. Uh, <laughs> but was Dua Lipa in it? 
Yeah, Dua Lipa's in there. Oh, There's shit. just so okay. many Barbies to keep I'm track old. of. Yeah, 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 it was a lot of Barbies and a lot of Kens. But yeah. oh, wow, I like that he really, I mean, he must have really done his transphobic research yeah. to fucking pinpoint that moment. Yeah, I think he did. Um, and Good for you. was really, he was outraged. He claimed the film is explicitly designed to divide men from women, describing it as angry feminist claptrap that alienates men from women. He's, uh-huh, he's uh-huh. an amazing, one of our foremost thinkers on uh, Absolutely. gender and, you know, the politics. And gender around. equality, inequality yeah. in general, yes. I think. Thank I, you. I think that's very, yeah, in line with his, his philosophy, for sure. One thing that was kind of interesting, though, is like, in dealing with a topic that is so inherently violent, like patriarchy, you know, like, in my mind, like, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, the most violent manifestations of patriarchy that we have like in our in our culture like i was just thinking of like those women who were testifying in texas like as yeah. they're trying to sue ken paxton about their inability to get an abortion when they needed to but then like still finding a way to deal with something so inherently chaotic violent dark and make it work again i was always like that's that's a that's a hard thing to do although yeah. i feel like with other, t- I'm I'm curious how like another topic may have been perceived, like if it was dealing with like white supremacy, if it was like flippant. But I get that there is a way to do that. Like already, we have movies that like skew these kinds of things, but yet yeah, to have it in a way that is has the right wing people panicked. I'm like, yeah, you did a good job. I'm sure they love the America Ferrera monologue too. That's probably yeah. when like conservatives walked out of the fucking movie. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, where everybody at the theater I went to was cheering throughout. And I, yeah, so Harry Neff is the um, doctor slash DJ Barbie. Um, Dua Lipa is the mermaid, according to Anna. Um, uh, and yeah, there, there's just a lot of a lot of Barbie going around. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a real a real good time at the movies. I was thinking about like Greta Teitelman's, um American Ambassador character from Los Spookies during the movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Just it, it seems like it like has a lot of the same aesthetics from those scenes in the first season, um, but apparently the Barbie aesthetic is like incredibly popular in Latin America for you know I guess similar reasons to the U.S. Like there there was a bunch of articles like the AP wrote an article about how like Barbie mania invades Latin America and they're like the doll was popular in Latin America because it was introduced at a time when other toys for girls were like mainly filling homemaker roles, which right. seems like it's true in a lot of places. Um, but anyways, the movie's been a huge box office success there. And like, you know, in addition to that and like a bunch of tie-ins, like an airline painting, it's plain pink with a Barbie logo. Uh, it's also like pulled into, it's been pulled into like some protests, like protesters in Peru uh, who are calling for the immediate like elections to be called to get the current president out of office created like this awesome looking Barbie doll outfit with like a p- pink machine gun and boxes labeled like dictator Barbie and genocide Barbie. And in Mexico, a young woman started sew- sewing outfits for searching mother Barbie, like modeled on the clothes typically worn by the families of the 111,000 people missing in Mexico who are, you know, forced to fend for themselves because the police have given up on them. So it's being used in interesting ways and oh yeah uh, around it, the country it's just like I, yeah to your point about like just the plasticity of it all and like kind of like what that the larger themes or messages are like i think when you pair that with oppenheimer 
like where you have you know barbie on one end and the fucking bomb on the other yeah it does put you in this weird in between because they are like like it even the bomb will induce like sort of this like existential dread and anxiety over like what we're doing what we've done like what yeah. the fuck is going on so yeah i think it's just like a this is just like two really interesting i think pieces of film that just happened to come at the perfect time to turn into something like i, I don't know yeah. in any universe where i'd have been like yeah boppenheimer yeah let's like, I'd do like this. what the fuck like if you told me two years ago i'm like what the fuck are you talking about like those are just two movies that are coming out but for some reason it's like i don't know i think it's embodying what a lot of us are feeling whether it's we want to we want the maybe people seek the predictability and cleanliness of a barbie world and ignoring the things that we dread but i don't know it's a lot of it gives us a lot of things to to distract ourselves with and i yeah. enjoyed it and then ultimately end with the realization that we're all gonna die um yeah yeah, 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 yeah. important yeah gotta know that first and foremost yeah all right uh let's take another quick break and we'll come back and hit some non-barbie stories we'll try to. i mean barbie's invading everything but we'll be right back you like to watch new stuff right Zygang? i know i do well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And season five promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm tamika d mallory and it's your boy my son the general and we are your host of tmi new year new name new energy but same old <laughs> oh yeah and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics 
in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we're back. And what's going on in the world of politics? Obviously, we talked about there on Wednesday, there's going to be some big uh, UAP UFO hearings on the House. Yeah, um, coming up. What, what else are we seeing? What else? What else? Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's, there, there's plenty going on. I, I think the one thing that's going to take up a big chunk of stupid air in the House uh, is the House GOP's efforts to expunge Trump's impeachments. <laughs> like, uh, like really angry parents who are like, don't worry, honey, we're going to get that suspension taken right. off your record. And don't then no one will remember it. And yeah, it will all then, be. Which is so fucking weird to me that they think just because it's taken off the record that that will somehow, you know, repair his reputation. Anyway, so Kevin McCarthy is caught in the middle because he suffers from what we have repeatedly called desert thirst when it right. comes to political power. The man will do and say anything to try and like climb the ladder. And last week, he offhandedly mentioned that Trump, you know, may not be the strongest candidate. What? Uh, going to, yeah. And then Fuck that had me, everybody dog. clutching their MAGA pearls. And he's like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't, that's not what I meant. Okay, okay, like, here's the thing. Yeah, uh, I hear you guys want to take a vote to expunge his record. Okay, then we'll, I'll do that. Like, sort of like as a make good. But now he's, now he's found himself in this place, which he repeatedly finds himself in because he's always doing backdoor deals with people who have no moral scruples or, or are so inconsistent. So the MAGA caucus people um, are all like, we need this vote, like, or else it's a fucking embarrassment. The moderates, however you want to call them, whatever that word means in the Republican Party, they've all pretty much said, there's no fucking way I'm voting for that. I'm, I'm trying to get reelected and I can't be, I got to appear like some MAGA adjacent Republican, not big MAGA. Right. Um, so if that happens, if they don't vote for it, that means the measure would fail, which would make Trump even angrier because again, this is all just like an optics exercise for this man's ego and yeah, Marjorie Taylor Greene's like, I'm hoping that we'll have something before the August recess. Uh, mm. But good luck God. with that. Just such yeah. a well, we'll be weird... checking in with it every day just to see like where they are with this because it's very important. It, I, it is so funny that they like have a like they're not dealing with the media. They're just like dealing with one person's opinion of them. Like that. Yeah. That that's all they care about. It's got to be very. Like it's I, I don't remember. Yeah, it's got to be very surreal and weird. Where they're just like, okay, like has he sent me a mean email? All right, right. Then we're good. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, we'll we'll see where this goes. But he's McCarthy is consistently walking a tightrope, trying to please the unpleasable. Yeah. Um. And then Twitter is now <laughs> X or is going oh to become my X. God. Elon Musk announced that Twitter will be replacing the Twitter bird with the letter X. And also, I guess Twitter will just be called X now. Because I don't know, man. I mean, if you go to X.com, it already redirects you to Twitter. Yeah. 
No, so he's obsessed with the letter X. Like you might, oh, you might yeah. remember his uh, one of his child with Grimes. I think has like an X in the name. Um, there's like I mean, it's not an X in the name like Xavier. I think I think it's like X is the first. Like it's a series of letters, and X is the first. Right, one. right, right. And he also like his cars, like his car models, like the Tesla X model is a thing. Yeah, he's SpaceX. Yep. And his banking service that he tried to launch was X dot com, which merged with another company and became PayPal. So that's like how we got this asshole in the first place. So he thinks the letter X is really cool. It would seem. And that's where this is coming from. Yeah. It's, it feels like also just in his like really sad, tragically uncool brain that he thinks that this is the move for Twitter. It's like, make it the worst website, then just change everything around. Apparently like they, they, like, I think they suspended the X videos account, like a porn account because videos on twitter are gonna be called x videos like everything's wow. eccentric uh and i i don't know i'm kind of like really enjoying watching him completely make like compound the all these compounding mistakes over and over like what x is only cool to people who are like li- of his age i feel like that he couldn't shake that idea of x being cool right uh, i guess he is gen x right yeah yeah so he's just living the truth man you know x is fucking so sick man i just i I, because they want it to be like an everything website i don't know man it's pretty soon it's going to be just called like hometown buffet or some shit right we do everything back in may he had this statement where he was like uh my new ceo will help me transform this platform into x and i thought that was just like he accidentally released like a placeholder statement where he's like, you know, X, Y, whatever. Um, but that's, I I guess that was his plan all along, which he's previously stated. He wants this to be an everything app, not unlike China's WeChat, which if you're not familiar, WeChat is used by more than a billion people in China as an all in one social media, instant messaging, a mobile payment app, um, used to order food, hail cabs, find news. And, you know, is, creepy <laughs> like you know it's not it's, all it's not gonna work surveillance Elon, and shit it's not yeah. gonna work here it's not gonna work here and meanwhile like fucking mark zuckerberg and meta are just like laughing all their way to like their way to the top with threads this does seem to be a thing that it's like it's like a phase of billionaire megalomania where you have to like rename your thing you know mm-hmm. like google became alphabet yeah facebook, facebook became meta, became meta. Which just seems, uh, I don't know, completely counter, but it is like a, a way to generate cheap heat about you and like make a what could be seen as like an aesthetic creative decision. So right. he like gets credit for thinking about something and being a tastemaker of some sort. Um, yeah. Again, it just seems like a cynical move to do something with money. Kind of like when LeBron James is like, I'm going back to number 23. Right. It's like, what the fuck? You keep changing jersey numbers. Glad I never bought the number six one. But yeah, uh, good luck to you, Elon. And by that, I mean, fuck off. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see where this thing goes. But I don't, it just, it just looks weird right now too. With like X at the top, I feel like it's a website for like a janky like boutique hotel. Um, 
sorry, I'm just trying to figure out if Elon Musk has a child named just X or if that the the it's the one that we all talked about when he and Grimes had the kid, right? And it was like X yeah. and then A E and a bunch of symbols. X, that stuff. like weird A that I don't I'm stupid. I don't know what that character is called. And then yeah. like A through twelve. You are A stupid for not knowing what that character is called, Miles. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, folks. Oh, but oh, I think man. they changed it. I oh, is it now it's Twitter. Y. I think the baby's now Y. Oh just Y. Yeah, it so. really is fully changed. I guess, I guess like it hadn't cached on my uh, browser until just now, but there is now just a dumb X at the top of the website. Dude, re X. Hey, are you going to re X my, my X from earlier? Like my X's, <laughs> dude. Fuck. I like my X's. <laughs> what? <Cool. laughs> um, all right. Well, those are some of the things that happened this weekend. We yes. are back tomorrow with a whole ass episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Until then, be kind to each other. Be kind to yourselves. Get the vaccine. Don't do nothing about white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And we will talk to you all tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Zeit gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.